Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun. Tooch, are you not going to crack that right when I said that? What are you... Did you blow that? I did it. I didn't hear it. Ah, crap. I did it. I did. I did. I was expecting a loud crack. I think maybe the, the microphone... Was it like... It was like the Zoom took my voice, you know, mm-hmm. to priority. So yeah, welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. Um, we got burps and cans being opened, all sorts of disgusting noises coming from the unholy trinity, disrespectful, <sighs> drinking beers, it's just horrible, disgusting. It's Friday night though, getting loose, and yeah. it's... Tim Heidecker's birthday, everybody. So, just want to start this. Uh, Joe took notes. Wow, look at that. He took a couple notes. Can you believe that? <laughs> um, he just showed Burks us on his phone. Rick's pastrami. Okay, you got to wait on those. Notes. You got to wait on those. You can't just oh. say the notes. That's not how notes work. But you're it's learning, fun, you know. Because we do have a little bit of housekeeping, actually. Mike, you said you wanted to apologize for the WhatsApp sounds last week. Do you want to go ahead? You can go ahead and do that now. That's fine. cleaning. Uh, I got a little housekeeping. I did not want to do that. I don't care oh, okay. about that. That was not. I that's you just you that. saying that. Oh, okay. Um, no, as far as housekeeping goes, it's Tim's birthday. So I just want to say birth, happy birthday to Tim, our, our savior, our Lord and savior, Tim. The whole reason we do this whole thing every week really is... Because of that man. So happy birthday, Tim. He's forty-seven, and um, and on Monday, a little more housekeeping here. Um, we have our Offy nominee special coming on Monday. Okay, we've been talking about it. It feels like forever. Um, and you know, some of that stuff might be dated or something. Now I don't. I don't even know anymore. Um, some of the nominations have changed. People have been fucking changing my stuff. People have been taking best rant nominees off the list just because they just because they didn't think they were good enough. Don't they understand? These people don't they understand that we decide the nominees? Who's doing that? <sighs> so people are doing things that are pissing me off. And uh, <laughs> but anyway, that nominee. So when you're listening to that, some of the nominees we talk about talk about in, in good respect. They might not even be on the list. But you'll be able to vote next week on Monday on the Patreon. We're very excited for that. So I'm not going to do introductions. This is a quickie. We're just going to jump into this episode, the Tim's birthday episode. Um, do we want to do our overalls? I thought overall it was fine. It's probably the most lackluster birthday celebration of all time. But, you know, it made for some some special guest appearances. I think some maybe some saving graces of people like Fred Armisen uh, that, that came in at maybe just the right time to uh, to kind of make it feel maybe a little more special than it was up until that point. Um, yeah, and I have some, some more detailed stuff, but I, I thought it was, uh, I, have, I have a bunch of notes. I thought it was a, a fine episode. It went, it happened. I have opinions about things. Um, went down a couple holes and rabbit holes that maybe... You know, maybe are not my, um, maybe they just got stuck a couple times, but for the most part, I enjoyed the episode. What'd you guys think? Tooch. Yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe a little lackluster of an episode. Uh, of a birthday for, episode. Of a birthday. Yeah, maybe I might take it a step further and say in general, <sighs> maybe not, not one of the better ones for me. Okay. Um, and that could be a personal issue because I think that, um, you hate Tim. I'm sorry. You hate Tim. Well, yeah, I hate. Well, yeah. Firstly, I hate Tim. But mm-hmm. but second, I think like I have um, I you know going in with expectations. That's uh, that's kind of where you get hurt. And I think I, I and mm. I know know better. Uh, yeah, should I think I, better. I I, I, uh, I should have. And I think that I, I messaged you guys. I said, hey, it's Tim's birthday episode. Like, let's just well, this 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 could be pretty good. Let's let's record a podcast you know uh as soon as we can um so like yeah but i don't know what i was expecting out of it you know um i thinking about tim's birthday last year i think was was quite good uh so maybe i was kind of referencing that but yeah it, in in uh summation, tim's birthday was like tim not being there right <clears throat> 
What was Tim's birthday last year? I thought it was I think like it was Mark this Crush. weird thing where like Tim wasn't there. Mm. Or maybe that was two years ago. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe it was Proksh. It was Mark Proksh and uh, Proksh and Greg came on. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. It was Greg. Okay, so you Proksh and Tiffany. Um, yeah, and so you know, last year's episode. I think that's probably what I had in mind because that was an excellent episode. I thought. Um, and so this one was, you know, didn't quite hit for me. But uh, yeah, there was def- there were definitely some great moments that we'll I'm sure we'll get into. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, shut up now. Okay, Joe, you, did you say it's a Nafi? Or you talking? Uh, about I, I meant to say Offy. Uh, the, the referring to the other one was yeah, yeah, was an Offy selection. The uh, okay, last yeah. year's birthday. Let's see this one, you know. In terms of episodes, it might fall into the Nafi category for me, um, just because <laughs> I, I was like, to do that. I was listening to it, and I missed tons of stuff by listening, potentially seeing uh, all the yeah. visual things that this episode was featuring. So I, I was missing lots of stuff, but I'm watching some of it now, like with the sound down, just to visualize some of the th- visual gags that are, were happening alongside. Mm-hmm can see phil with his head coming the out phil of the- was a very visual and very hilarious made by the visuals it was a like a, a visual yes. gag basically all these things are now apparent with the visuals so mm-hmm. i'll i'm gonna cut it some slack because you should as as a listener it was dull it was dull and uh, but i would say uh, Tim is a very lucky man. He has all these great friends that show up and have his back and, and really support, like tell him that he's great. And, you know, it must be good to feel like uh, it's your birthday and everybody, you know, gives you a call and lets you know, you know, they like you and well, they, not that they many people celebrate mm-hmm. you. Like it, it was a Fred. <laughs> I felt like no John C. No, no Eric. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, but there was there was lots of other people, and I yeah, feel Hayden like Pettigrew mess- <laughs> and Dom no, the Deadhead. <laughs> no, Greg, Greg didn't give a shit. And, uh... Well, it was the day before, guys. Oh, I you know. know. I know. All right, let's get into the episode. I, 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 you got I anything else, Joe? You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. You weren't. Wasn't a big one for any of us. It doesn't sound like. But I have some notes. Blah. Have Maybe some a bit notes. blah. I have some notes. Okay, let's break it down. The first note I have, because it happened pretty early, was the Bob Dylan bit, which turned out was James Austin Johnson. Um, yeah. Which maybe when I, if I would have known that off the bat, maybe I would have, I don't know, Ben. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I would have enjoyed it more. But I, I think for like these types of imitation, impression calls. I'm going to say it was on the lower end of the spectrum yeah, here. I feel like it just, the, the guy could not find the groove. And like, I don't think they, they didn't have it bouncing back and forth very well. You know, like it just didn't flow that good. And he really, I don't know. There was a couple, you know, mildly funny bits in there maybe. Right. I mean, it just wasn't. I'm with you. I kind of dice, right. It went on forever. I, yeah, because they must. So, so them knowing it was James Austin Johnson, they're gonna let that go. He's an SNL star. Uh, sure. So they weren't gonna like rush him off or anything. So when he started, kind of, I think even Tim was like, "All right, well, you know," and he was just like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna keep going." But you know, there was a few mildly funny things in there, but for the most part, it was kind of like, "Ugh," just like this isn't really too funny. It wasn't oh. too funny, but it, it it did merit that the guy knew some Bob Dylan facts and he could at least, you know, have some witty answers to what uh, Tim was yeah. like saying at yeah. different times. I, I, I didn't see all his answers coming. To, it, it wasn't like real hack, you know, but... Um, no, no, the guy obviously has some skill. He's a great impressionist. I imagine really if he good. said I'm coming yeah. on to be Bob Dylan, he had to have kept a couple things up his sleeve I don't know how much, like when it got into the, his cafe with his golden tea and his, uh, you know, buck, big buck hunter, like, it was like, where are we? Like, is that, like, what is this? (laughs) It got just like surreal and weird and like, it just wasn't, but it wasn't quite, I don't know. There's a world where it's like, yeah, no, I didn't didn't hate it, 
didn't hate it, but it was going on a long time and it was just dry. I mean, it was like just real dry. And the guys' reactions to it were like, I think, I think I was with them where I was just like every once in a while, like, I'm just going to laugh at the absurdity of this, but like, it's really not, <laughs> yeah, it's really quite dumb, but yeah, I think it was like, big. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I didn't know it was him at first and I no, was kind of, not, uh, of you know, I'm not. like, in retrospect, like, yeah, I mean, I like James Lawson Johnson. I, you know, he's obviously very talented. He does a Dylan, he does like Dylan through the years, like a singing impersonation. I've seen that bit before from him. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's like, it's in terms of interpretations on office hours, like, you know, Melania Trump, that was like, that was really good. And, course like weird opportunity which is like not really like an accurate impersonation it's just absurd and that's always funny for me and so this one um didn't hit it just didn't it was just yeah everything you said i, I pretty much agree with it i don't know I, it, it was weird and i usually like the weird but this was maybe a bit a bit too off for me so I don't think it was weird. I don't think it was weird enough it was like right in this like oh this is kind of weird bob yeah, dylan kind of stuff and I think for them it was a big get. You know what I mean? They must have said, "Hey, let's get this guy who does this amazing Dylan impression to come on to talk to Tim, who loves Dylan on his birthday." And me not knowing who that was, I think maybe if I did know who that was, it might have like I might have given it a little more, like, oh, you know, like that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like just like, or I would could have been with the guys in the room a little bit more, like, mm-hmm. you know. But I since I just had no. He's a guy from SNL. He's a guy from SNL that does like really pretty darn good impressions. He does Trump and yeah. like he's a pretty funny guy. I haven't watched SNL in many years, but Tim, no, I mean nobody watches it. It's just on. It's just Tim, on Twitter little clips and stuff. But he's so Tim's good. brought him up like a few times uh, on Office Hours. Like he talks about him a lot because okay. Tim does it. Tim does a Trump and stuff like that. But yeah, so I guess anyone who's listening or watching that episode now, it, you know, James Austin Johnson's in the credits of the show, so we'll, we'll know. And I'm, I'm assuming it will hit different. You know, could hit different. You know. Could hit different. And I think the guys in the room, Doug and Vic and everybody who were laughing, were like, you know, excited that he's there and he's doing this thing, and they're like waiting to see where it's going to go. And he takes it to some really weird places. So it's like, oh, okay. Anyway, that's enough on that. Um, City of the day, brought to you by Midlife Slices. Mm. Pretty good. I mean, it's good birthday. You know, birthday kind of Tim getting to his midlife crisis here. Um, you know, uh, this one, um, I don't think it's my favorite by any means. It was, I think again, what I got excited about here was that, um, I wrote Tim totally forgot what he had been working on last week. (laughs) And when it was, when the read was over, he forgot that a jingle's coming, kept talking Mm -hmm. and then had to be stopped by somebody and said, Oh yeah, let's listen to the jingle. And Okay. Uh, the jingle was great. Uh, I liked the Didn't jingle last a, lot. a week. Didn't last a week. I think I maybe liked this jingle more than I liked the whole thing. You know what I mean? It was a little, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I liked the picture of the pizza with the blueberries on it. You know, it was like, I thought they were going to get into more. They did like a couple of That's the not names. Blueberries, is That's it? not blueberries. Oh, what is like that? Viagra. That's Viagra. The little black Viagra. pills are Viagra pills? I'm oh, looking at right blue. now. It looks like blue Viagra pills. Oh, yeah, maybe I just couldn't I, see uh, that. That's, that's I thought it was just a, blueberries. It's a midlife situation. <laughs> what's 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 what the crisis about blueberries? I didn't know. I was like, oh, we're getting crazy in our midlife, like trying things. <laughs> very, innocent, very innocent take on that. A very innocent take. That that's why I liked it. I was like, oh, that's a very silly. Like, and when you get to your midlife blueberries. crisis, you're putting blueberries on your pizza. You're like going nuts, you know, getting tattoos, putting blueberries on your pizza. Uh, okay, so maybe I didn't just see that image clear enough. Well, they, uh, they're clearly not olive pit, you know. I, for a minute, I did think they were all ol- oh. they were they were olives with pits in them. Um, so yeah, midlife slices. Anything to add, guys? I don't. No, the name is good. The name is good. The alliteration, there, I guess, the myth, it's a good good idea, but not you know, I don't know if it's. One of the one of the best, best it's ones. Fun. But. It was appropriate, I think, for the birthday week. It it looks very randomly very, thrown together. It uh, is very. To appropriate. I didn't think about it, that. That'd you be spent a, more time on the song, obviously. It seems like. Uh, we never know, will we? I mean, 
I think, you know, it takes a little bit of thought to think of something that matches with the birthday week and, you know, maybe he's got a bunch like laying around. It's like, oh yeah, that midlife slices would work. Um, then we had uh, Peach Street Phil joining on Zoom. We got our Phil Braun this week. I'd say, you know, rack it up on the 2023 Offie Best Braun Bits. This was pretty darn funny. I liked it. I liked Phil taking his name back. I felt like we should have gone back to Phil a couple times. He opened it up and said, hey, guys, if you need me for the rest of the episode, anybody want to ask me any questions or have any predictions? You know, it's a very dumb, you know, like concept. But again, just Phil giving very plain, boring uh, predictions of things, you know, just he predicted, oh, yeah, it's, I think spring's coming early, guys. Uh, just played it very straight. Um, and uh, his visuals that he created with some sort of green screen or whatever he put together there. Yeah, well done. Uh, very well done. Very funny. So I liked it. Anything else to say about that? No, I, don't, I have nothing else to add. Okay. I feel like there was uh, a pun that maybe was said, but I can't remember what it was now. Okay, well. Or some sort um, of Doug moment, you know? He, he like a zinger. There's some. Uh, like there's, there are some Doug zingers coming soon. We had gifts given to Tim. Sorry. One, one thing. God. And this happened before that, Mike, and this is what? at one point, this is right after the, the, right after the fill bit, Doug said, this feels like the weirdest, weirdest episode of Office Hours ever. And Vic agreed. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. This happened after that. Okay. Excuse that happened me? after the walk and seek wizard. No way. Yes, it did. No way. Yes, it did. I have it noted. I take all my notes in order. They're WhatsApp messages that I send to myself. So and they're all I. chronological. Okay, that's fine. We'll go we'll go in your order. Keep going. Well, we can we can jump to that, but I, it was about I'd say three quarters of the way through the first hour. Doug said something. This is the weirdest episode ever. Uh, and yo, you know what? When I mentioned so, but that must have happened right after I wrote that Tim resents that Doug said it was the weirdest episode ever. That was yeah. That was <laughs> that was a little bit. That was probably like ten minutes later, maybe. I don't know about that. So the walk and seek wizard. Okay, we'll get to this whether we agree or not the walk and seek wizard uh was a gift from doug to tim um which is a uh, metal detector that you strap to your foot um very random very funny i I mean doug created and like printed out and made this whole box like i don't know what i don't know what this is but i think he did go to that trouble maybe not really sure He's like, it doesn't work, <laughs> but you know, like it was a very stupid looking thing. Joe, you'll have to take a look at that. Um, and then Vic got Tim the uh, nope. box of N95 masks. A record. Yeah, he opened a record. That's from Matt. We're not there yet, but yeah, Vic got him a Starbucks gift certificate and a box of N95 masks. And then Matt got him. Brad Meldow plays the Beatles. Um. I so, like this. That was the best gift. So I it's like these guys. I don't think these guys heard of Brad Meldo. I know who Brad Meldo is, um, and uh, he is a pianist who like does covers of like. He used to do covers. He was he used to like, kind of be known for doing covers of like contemporary music. He would do Radiohead and kind of stuff like that. And I think that was like his famous. You know, like he would do like jazz versions of contemporary like indie music. Um, so they started playing. Uh, I'm the walrus and I, and fucking Doug dropped that sitting on a cornflake oh my right goodness. on, like nailed it. I'm so nailed glad it. Like nailed it. Like, like the timing was impeccable. And he looked over at Vic like, yo, did you hear that? Like I just crushed that sitting on a cornflake, like nailed it. So I was uh, particularly impressed with the, how that was in sync. I was like, how did he do that? Yeah, like, no, sh- well, he I, was I surprised. He was surprised. I mean, you were listening to it, so you've been like, how the fuck? Because <laughs> it went along. I yeah, was like, Tim was, holy shit. Yeah. And then they had a little jam, which I thought was nice. Vic, Vic got on like some kind of trippy synths, and Tim was singing, and 
it was nice. This was a nice thing. But to back up a little bit here, um, not that I have much to say about the other gifts, but Doug saying it's the weirdest episode ever, I don't really agree, but I want to say that that long Bob Dylan call put the whole thing into like a weird, it was early, and it was like too early to get in for a long call like that. Like they never got their groove there's usually like a bunch of dicking around until city of the day, right? There's calls, there's yeah. just other stuff going on. That long Dylan call screwed up the flow real bad, I think. I don't think Tim, I don't maybe Doug couldn't point that out, but that's that's my opinion on why the flow and weird feelings in the show was going on. I felt a little that way. I don't feel like it was the weirdest thing ever, but I could see yeah. where Doug was coming from. Yeah, I, I was having similar feelings, of course. I think maybe that's reflected in my like opening kind of statement about the episode. Um, I, there's been weirder, I'm sure. But I kind of, you know, when he said that, I was I was kind of like, oh, yeah, there, it, it does feel a little a little strange, maybe. Um, and Mike, maybe maybe you're right. I don't know, because I don't know what else would kind of throw it into that that zone, you know, like like the fill bit. It's weird, but all Phil's things are weird. Like it's that's it's not going to be that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like they weird energy. Yeah, it was a birthday I, episode, and it wasn't I, very. It was like a very low key birthday. It wasn't I think like that's it though. It's yeah. hard to. I think it's like hard being the birthday person. You know, mm-hmm. it's like always like strange vibes. It's always it is for me. Like whenever I if I was over like working in an office or something, it was like my birthday, and like know, it's just a weird vibe. I think, and so maybe mm-hmm. that's kind of it's inherent to like a birthday special. I will say that Tim was very positive throughout the episode. He never really like got pissed or like short fused at any moment. He was mostly very positive well, and well, nice to everyone. We're coming, up, and, we're coming up on an offy nominated rant very shortly. So we'll get there. Maybe it'll I mean I wouldn't say it was positive, but I'll say it was uh ball busty, but it was a guy said in a positive way. Um Hayden Pedigo, pretty useless call. Um, I think the f- the funniest part of this is uh, he asked Hayden about his record, and he said, "Oh yeah, I sent it to you." And he's like, "Oh, I get these records from people, and I, you know, I just want to listen to records on my preferred streaming platform, Apple Music, on my Sonos." <laughs> and you know, it was like it just made me laugh that statement. You know, for him to say it like that, it's so like middle-class white guy style like i want to listen to my, i like to listen to records on my apple music streaming software on my sono speakers but i'm pretty sure he's being truthful yeah of course he is <laughs> um but then um somebody asked about it if he's record tim announced that he was recording a new record because this hayden pedigo had said that he was finished a record and now we got into a rant about producers, which I thought was very funny. It was a highlight of the show for sure, as far as uh, as far as I guess Tim is concerned. Um, I feel like maybe after Doug said that, he like had to like bring it up and say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm give me the mic for it. I'm gonna go." And he talked about Rick. Before Rubin. you get to that, yeah. Before you get to that, though, there was there was a Zoomer that called in, and she didn't have much to bring to the table. She had chapped lips, but. That's where there was a a bird's worms punt. A bird's worms that came up before. I'm pretty sure. So you think Doug doubled? You think he double dipped on bird's worms? He he talks about bird's bees. Like I feel like bird's bees is coming up. But yeah, no Annie's herpes. Like I I didn't want to bring. I didn't didn't want to bring up Annie's fucking herpes. But she's like, I don't know. I got this cold (laughs) sore on my lip. I'm like, homegirl, you know what that is? Hate to tell you. Tim even said it. He's like, you know that might be herpes. She's like, I, I don't know, I don't know what the I haven't been getting much action recently, but it's like, you know, herpes lasts a lifetime. On I hate to tell you, it's dormant and it comes back around, and uh, you might have gotten it in high school, and it might have been dormant for years, and then it creeps up on you. So I don't know, ballsy move for her to come on and make attention to that. Um, and who knows? I haven't maybe. seen her in a while. No, no, I like I like Annie. She's nice, but sure, kind of disgusting. Yeah. Um, you know, advice for chapped lips and chapstick. It's you know. Yeah. I just like Bert Bert's worms. That's all. Bert's worms is, was pretty funny. It wasn't worth me noting down personally, but I have a lot other stuff coming. Don't worry about that. A lot of funny stuff. Um, thank right. you for stopping us. The Tim's rant here. 
Daniel Lenoir, you know, just started ripping into Daniel Lenoir for no reason, and then just went Rick Rubin hard, which this was great. This is one of the best rants I've heard in a while. Um, and it just was started off so dumb. Like I'm not listening to anyone named Rick. Like, <laughs> and, um, he kept talking about, you know, that Rick Rubin's like a slob with mustard on his shirt and food in his beard. Like just <laughs> like, where are you no getting shoes. that? Where are you getting that from? Like, <laughs> I think there was a documentary where he's all up his own ass, you know. So. Oh, for sure, but like the food and the beard and the mustard on his shirt and stuff, and just like making him into a disgusting slob. Like I know he's a guy who has a big beard, but <laughs> I don't think it's he's like known as being a Tim disgusting slob. Doesn't like him. He has no respect no, for him. No, no, so for sure. He's, he's, and like it's it's funny he says all this about personal appearance, and then later on in the show he's like, you never make fun of anybody's personal appearance so. unless they're ugly. Unless they're ugly. Unless yeah. they're ugly. Unless they have mustard beard. No, I mean, he's, 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 Tim said that it's his birthday so he can be a, a hypocrite. You know, Doug said you're allowed to be a hypocrite on your birthday. But Tim at least recognized he's like, well, I'm a day. terrible hypocrite, uh, which he is. He, he runs into this all the time where when it's about him, <laughs> he doesn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. But he will go off on people. And, uh, Joe, there was a great pun in here that I think you had I in your notes. That. Do you want to say what it was, Joe? Yeah, Rick Rick Pastrami. Rick Pastrami. Uh, yeah, Doug said. Yeah. Well, would, he's like. So they were like, "Well, would you work with? Would you ever work?" He's like, "I would never work with fucking Rick Rubin." And, and Doug said, "Well, would you work with Rick Pastrami?" <laughs> very good. Very good. And very then, good, uh, Doug, very then actually, good. actually, Tim came around and said, "Well, I mean, if he called me and asked, I mean, I'd definitely work with him." <laughs> uh, kind of came back around, which well, was Pettigrew said that right. He put that to Pettigrew and. And oh, Pettigrew. Well, I would work. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, Pettigrew was just sitting during this whole thing. Uh, but this is a great rant. I would like this on the Offy list, 2023 rants. Um, Mustard saying, T, Tim's uh, Rick Rubin rant, or just rant about producers in general. Uh, he did start with, yep. like, a couple other ones. It was very funny. Brian Eno. And and then we got Pearl Charles He's and Michael Ralt ripping through the door here, uh, just cranking in. Bringing some good energy, I thought. I thought, you know, Pearl Charles seems like a fun gal and, you know, has some energy and, um, you know. And then we were taken right back into Weirdville when they took a Zoomer while they were setting up their guitars. And it was this very strange young high school girl with said that she had like a loud air conditioner, but it was just... Ugh, it was cringy and bizarre, but I did think Tim, Nobody maybe Joe liked it. Yeah, maybe, I, mean, I think Joe saying that Tim said like I liked her energy, just like you know sometimes you don't, you know you don't really know what you're just chilling, you know. And I liked that. Yeah, it was, that was sweet. It was sweet. You could tell Tim was like, all right, I know this young girl just got put on the spot. She's nervous as shit. She has nothing to say, and. He just let it kind of sit there, and it felt a little awful for a moment, but then it was kind of sweet. Interesting. It, it was very bizarre. Maybe she, he liked her uh, air conditioning energy. Yeah, I mean. The energy from the air conditioning. Yeah, he, she's like, it's snowing angles. out. And Doug's like, well, why do you have the air conditioner on if it's snowing out? <laughs> the, the camera angle was just kind of strange, too. It was like pointing down at her. It, it was, really, it was very bizarre. bizarre. It was bizarre. It was very bizarre. That's the right. Um, I like it. Call back. Uh, yeah, I like it. Call back, Maya. Um, Ruben. I think Pearl uh, Charles was on a prior app, wasn't she? Like, sure was. One other time. I think she was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that true? I think so. Yeah, I remember. I remember her for for some reason. Possibly a, a couple years ago, though. You're right. December yep. 2021, with Wise Blood and Alan Resnick. Oh, she and Anna Sarah Gina. So that would have been the. Uh, holiday special there, boy. Uh, no, not uh, twelve. It's it's December second, twenty twenty one. Not the holiday special. They're in studio. Oh, Wise Blood was oh twenty twenty one. That's right. Fun culo. Okay, so somebody called in with uh, the Rick Rubin book, um, and and started leading us close to this. Uh, the Scientology stuff, which we're going to get to. Um, 
They played a song, uh, Pearl Charles and Michael Rupp. I like the song. I mm. like the song. I could. I think it could oh, be noted. Like noted for an yeah, early music on early off. He's good. It's just good. great. It's like it's one of those things that I think I don't know if we talk about it enough. Maybe we do, but what are we gonna the, say? The live music breaks. I mean, just live music breaks at office hours. It's just great. It's just like we a really it. good. Yeah, we said okay. we liked King Tough last week. We like it. Nah, okay. Maybe I don't talk about it enough. It's because it's good. It's just a really good, really good feature. I don't, feature. You went don't back get rid of the King Tough albums. A How many bit. of us? The the latest one. Yeah. I didn't listen to any King Tough albums, and I said I, I said it was a maybe. I didn't say I was going to jump into listening to King Tough. When I heard what you said about her, him maybe being in this psych rock world, I was like, oh, maybe I don't want to do that. Um, but okay, so now we get back from the break, and it's Vic watching, as he calls himself, L R H L Ron Hubbard stuff. He's gone down a full. Scientology thing, and I loved how Doug again pointed out, you guys love bad stuff. <laughs> you yeah, guys love bad stuff. Toxic. Like, why are you, why do you wait? And, and Vic's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is what I watch. I watch this weird, awful stuff. Like, I don't watch good stuff. I watch terrible stuff. Um, The Scientology video, I think of Joe, if you're just listening, this must have been kind of brutal, but watching it, I'm looking pretty, Pretty shocking, right pretty shocking and crazy. These weird fucking people that they have in this video. I mean, I really think that you could, if you really wanted to sit back and watch this, man, you can analyze the shit out of this thing all day. Like, where are these people coming from? It's like so weird. Just strange aged people of Ooh, all that different. Woman. Yeah, just very weird ethnicities. And, style. It's just fucking <laughs> weird, man. So. Uh, but I don't want to get into this Scientology stuff. I mean, I had a good friend growing up who was Scientologist. Like, I have my own takes. I have my I have a whole bunch I could say on it. I don't really want to. Do you guys want to talk about Scientology? Say no. No, no thank you. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, that video seemed entertaining. Would it be something that I would watch? No, I feel like I would get be getting... I just feel like... I've watched that Nexium cult show, you know? Yeah. And, like, that creeps me out. Like, this creeps me out. This all just creeps me out. They watched and a documentary like five years ago. Scientology documentary? Yeah. Yeah, going And then this fucking maybe. guy calls up and says, oh, I'm an ex-Scientologist. And you're like, all right, let's get some juice. And the guy fucking pussies out. And he's like, I'm scared of the Scientologists. I've been out since I was 17. You've been out for 30 fucking years and you can't say anything because you want to make a book about it? You piece of shit. And you wasted like 10 of our minutes. I like not saying hotline, anything. It's still hot. It's still you should have went hotline. Yeah. Show your face. Yeah, yeah. you big jamoke. Your voice doesn't want to give up the details. A, didn't you know? I, I completely. I'm, I'm. I'm with you. That was kind of a tease, and like it just. Oh God! It just didn't end, go anywhere. And we didn't get, yeah. Got nothing. No juice. Give us some juice. No juice. Piece of shit. Okay. Highlight of the episode coming up. Fred Armisen. Mm. <laughs> Fred Armisen. Definitely tricked Tim, tricked everybody, tricked me uh, in one of the best bits I've ever heard in my life. Um, he he was on Zoom, and when he came on, he pretended like he was a recording so much so, just went straight for like a super long time holding the phone that that when he stopped and was just sitting there, and they're like, "Wait, Fred, are you there?" Like, um. I, I really think that everybody was a bit confused. Maybe not Matt. I mean, Matt knew that he was in the Zoom, but I, I don't know. What do you guys think? This was very funny. Yeah. I, I mean, Fred, Fred's one of the greats. It's one of the greats. You know, it's like he, this, this, this was the whole episode for me. It's like just, yeah. you know, when you see his face, just, mm -hmm. it just, it just puts you in a good mood. And yeah, I, he got me too. It's, a it's master. just like, just it's just such a good bit when you when you kind of realize what he's doing and yeah he's a master it's just it's incredible I I enjoyed yeah. it very much and I wish he was on for a half hour. I wrote Fred Armisen a, f a hilarious message busting Tim's chops like about a bad joke about an egg sandwich in Italy that he just kept talking about like oh that time you ordered that egg sandwich we laughed so much we just it was one of the funniest things that's ever happened and I can't wait to travel the world with you and you could order egg sandwiches other places and I'm sure it'll be just so funny <laughs> so it's already like this bit's killing 
this message is killing. And then I had, I had to write, wait, this is not a message. <laughs> um, one of the three he, best concerts I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah. like one of the three best. He's probably one of the three best comedians. He's like three best like indoor performance. <laughs> we could go on a double bicycle together. <laughs> yeah, 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 very good. good. Uh, and then Tim was, you know, they're like, you know, they're like, no, no, we're you're on. And he's like, oh, I I thought we were taping it. <laughs> like he just had an answer for all this and never broke. Like never for once broke and was what? just like. He, he said, "You can you can use this tomorrow. You can use this tomorrow." Yeah, yeah. He would like start recording it again. You know, like he, he just kept going into it. Uh, very good. Um, that was followed up uh, with Vic's dad doing yeah. one of the strangest. Vi- speaking of video messages, that was a very <laughs> very strange thing that Vic's dad did. I kind of liked the. Like the the facts that he had and stuff, yeah, you know, it was, was kind of nice. But the idea it. to like do that, just like dirty screened light uh, with the voice changer. I mean, I appreciate the effort, Big's dad. That's kind of sweet of him to put in that effort, right? Yes, I would say it's sweet, it's sweet. strange, lovable. I didn't catch that it was his dad. Uh, yeah, because they showed a picture and was. they said, yeah, it was that was Vic's dad with the disguised voice and the weird thing. Pretending to be God or something. I don't know what he was doing. Um, quickly. Okay, moving to... Sorry, I'm just ripping here, boys. Um, we got Doug's slideshow. Uh, very, very... So this one was impossible for Joe to look at, unfortunately, to... to understand the humor of this a very visual slideshow as they are usually um this one started off a little bit like where 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 is this gonna go like how is this gonna make me laugh turned out i really liked it it was just a stupid a stupid like i'm just gonna give you watches that all are ridiculous and they're gonna have intensely different prices <laughs> you know like so it's like impossible for you to play this game <laughs> like yeah uh which is very funny it's just like a fuck you game um and uh i liked it i, I mean i was i could have played that game all day it was very funny um and uh yeah i, I don't know it was the simplicity of it you know just the stupid simplicity of it guess yeah. the guess the, the prices of these watches and i'm sure I'm sure it looked like it happened organically. Like Doug was just searching around watches and finding really silly looking watches. And some of them were like $200 and other ones were, you know, $5 million. And, mm-hmm. you know, and who knows? None of us know. And I loved it. What did you yeah. guys think? He's, yeah. He said he stumbled upon it in his uh, uh, midlife slices. Yeah. You know, research. Um, and yeah. The, the disparity between the prices is like, that's like, that's the, the simple game kernel it's really yeah. good yeah silly stupid i would say uh, taking a look at it just now and seeing like the extremely long sentence explaining what the watch is and like the whole mm-hmm. thing is very silly silly to look at these watches as they are yeah the joe biden watch is particularly silly the trump watch and is pretty silly it's, uh, it's like a valentine heart trump watch yeah, as they were doing it, and I was listening, and only I could imagine that there was some goofy watches. I could imagine it, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, seeing it now, yeah, brings it full circle of actually being funnier to see. Yes, it is. It is funny. Yes, uh, and just I think the idea of the prices being just making it impossible for somebody to guess the price because he he let you like would lead you like oh I'm gonna do like these watches that look expensive but they're cheap or they look cheap but they're expensive there was no rhyme or reason to it it was like impossible to know where he was going um caller calling about Seattle being a humorless place not really worth talking about Tim just defended that he doesn't remember saying that I kind of remember Tim saying that it it rang a bell for me um creepy guy laugh caller um did you, do you remember that call with that real creepy guy that like they even called him out and they're like, this guy's creepy. Like Tim's like, what do you do with that creepy laugh? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that is so creepy. You know, you could tell it was just like a weird sort of incel dude. That's like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I like that energy was for that sure. A hothead? It was a hothead. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a soft head, but, um, 
Yeah, he just he said he'd been like he was cooking eggs, you know. Yeah, yeah and like what are you doing? Eggs. And he's like cooking eggs, and he's like, eh, I'm sorry, I've been waiting a really long time. And he had like more stuff to say, and they were just like, Nah, sorry, bro. <laughs> like we're moving yeah. on. Um, yeah, because Dom called in. They just like went right to Dom. It was pretty funny. Yeah, they did go. Well, eventually they went to Dom. I think he was tired with that. Um, this is what led to a bunch of stuff. Of course, we talked the Grateful Dead. We talked Dick's Picks. Dom the Deadhead said, oh, I want to come and record your shows and you know, be the bootlegger. And um, Dom said that he was inspired by Tim's weight loss, uh, which led to this whole uh, picture with Tim and Eric. But he, I do want to mention the the Europe 72 cover art, uh, which again, Joe's a visual thing. Maybe you're aware of that cover art. I don't know. I mean, but it's kind of famous, but Grateful Dead I'm Europe 7, Europe 72 is one of the best Grateful Dead albums. If you, I have that final. Yes. Yeah. So it so Europe 72 is like the moment where the dead was, if Tim was ever, ever going to listen to a dead album or if like, it's just, it's just one of the best eras of the Grateful Dead single drummer, just Kreitzman. And it's uh, just very, you know, it's still when they played kind of the old cool shit and some of the, you know, more well-known stuff. But the cover of the album is this very silly Robert Crumb-looking thing, which, uh, you know, what did I Matt say? Matt Crumb, Crumb E, or what did he say? It's a Matt, you know, he said it's a, he said something, he did a Robert Crumb joke, Robert Crumb E. Um, yeah, but I yeah. liked Tim's take on it. Like, I like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> like, it's like such a simplistic, you know, dumb take. But Doug and Doug was like, I like it. I think it's, I think it's cool. But um, I think I do like it. It's so like not what the Grateful Dead are. It's like so far from what their vibe is that it's just like interesting. You know, it's just a strange, interesting choice in my opinion. I like it too. I think it's really. F- funny to look at that and yeah like some artwork is just like uh too intense sometimes and that kind of is a better interpretation of maybe the loose sort of silliness of what you can get at a a dead show you know i I like the vibe of that artwork and yeah they they did like the 50th anniversary release of it and like they didn't they didn't re they used a different piece of artwork, like it was the shoe and the rainbow. And I wonder, I wonder why. I don't care. Okay. Um, I like all the vinyl of the Grateful Dead, but I'm not a big super fan. I just do like the vinyl. I'll say that. Uh, you guys, can you guys talk about the Tim Heidecker weight stuff? I have to run out of here for one second, okay? The picture with Eric and the, the weight loss. Yeah, he okay. took major offense to some people commenting about his maybe his sort of strange look he was giving the picture i he said it was an attempt of being funny when i looked at the picture i was thinking man tim why don't you smile you're getting your picture taken here but i could see where people would look at that picture and be like man he looks angry therefore he he looks older you know yeah jump to conclusions I, a bit i always assume that tim's like doing doing something funny or abnormal don't you don't you don't you don't assume that when you see like his photo or something on instagram i assume that but then i also know how pissy he can be and like if somebody's yeah, snapping I'd... a picture of him while he's eating and and being caught in a moment maybe he he could really potentially be pissed i maybe. don't know like it, maybe there's something I... like listening to all these moments with tim in these episodes, you get to see a, a fuller picture of where he might stand about some fan coming up to him and snapping a picture real quick. You know, he's he was somebody who was stabbed. He was somebody who kind of like would be maybe more standoffish if like somebody's, you know, just say cheese, you know, jumping into his face do, or something. But do you? What's your? But what's your thought on like the whole you know commenting on someone's appearance or someone's weight? You know, I think you're you're fodder if you're putting yourself on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, I don't particularly think it's right to right. point I out think, somebody being, you know, I think that's correct. Or, I think that's correct. I think you're you know you 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 are submitting yourself to critique, especially you know the the 
the more I, the, you know, the, the, the more popular you become, you know, you're going to run into that type of thing. But of course, like, yeah, I would never, like, I don't know. I'm just not the type of person to comment on someone's like appearance, you know, I get like, I'm not going to do it online. I'm not going to do it in person. It, mostly, I, mostly I don't give a shit, but also like I, I have manners and I don't like, you know, I just like, I think I Tim is, is like very conscientious right now because he has lost weight and he's proud of how good he looks. And of course he's going to be offended by if, even if there's one person saying like anything negative, that's where he, he's going to yeah it's, go and, it, and bring it, bring that right up to the forefront. You know, that is true. I didn't, I didn't think about it. Like he, he has successfully lost weight. And so you'd think that it would be mostly or only positive feedback, but someone's like, Oh, you're, you're gaunt or you're, you look dead or like, you know, so that's kind of like not really, I suppose that's not really what you want to hear, but no. Uh, it, and then I think because of this, it, it had led to him having another rant of saying as much as you shouldn't make fun of people's uh, appearances, you know, and yeah. it shouldn't be something you do. Very he's funny earlier on in the episode, he's doing stuff as much as that is possible in every episode he's doing it like he can't help but point out any zoomer uh their physical I think appearance he, I think he's always part of the bit you know i think he does it less though i think like i think he's definitely commented on zoomer appearance much less i mean of course he does it often but it used to be like all the time um i mean he did it last week with that guy from canada but in a positive way He's never not going to do it because it's an instant reaction, you know? And I think comedians, most comedians are just looking, they're very observant and looking for a thing to make a joke about. And every Zoomer that shows up is going to be like, they're putting themselves out there for Tim and his criticism. So, you know, it, it's part of the whole thing with him. Mike, we were just saying, now that you're back. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about that picture and kind of micro-analyzing how Tim could have taken that and then, you know, hypocritically pointed out, you know, um, that you shouldn't make fun of people's appearances and then we already know where Doug said, but you're allowed to, you know, so. Yeah, we kind of, yeah, that's that's basically what happened there. Um I thought it was funny that uh, well, I don't know if you picked up on this, but Tim's like, you know, why are people going in there and like saying these comments? And like, Doug was like, I'm literally scrolling through the comments. I don't see anybody oh, saying yeah, anybody saying anything like that, or maybe Matt. I don't know. It was Matt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's just like I'm looking. I don't see anybody saying that. So it's almost like it's one person. It's like Maybe. one with it or no people, and Tim just like yeah. making up that people are saying this about it. <laughs> like, yeah. like it didn't even happen. Like, like nobody called him Trim Heidecker. Like he just thought of that himself. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I said Trim Heidecker to you guys like in a private note about something else, and I didn't. Yeah. Think that was a real thing, but Trim Heidecker. I said as a, a possible Tim clone, his mm -hmm. name would be Trim Heidecker. I did not. You didn't send I that to Tim? I wasn't referencing that he's like, you know, a bit thinner, but um funny. The uh funny name. There's a funny thing, um not that funny, but a guy called and said he, or uh this guy called in at the end and was like, When are you guys gonna do another one of those live things? You know? Did you guys talk about this? No, we didn't get that far. Okay, and um yeah. the Somebody, and then Tim was like, oh, yeah, somebody's been bootlegging that stuff. And it's kind of bullshit. But he's like, eh, I kind of don't care. Um, the watch-alongs. And um, yeah. somebody was like, maybe this is the guy. Like, just a, just like a confident guy who's just calling up, like, he's the bootlegger. And he wants to know when they're doing the next one so he can bootleg it and put it up for everybody. Uh, but um, this they led to... Maybe he said, oh, yeah, this, this guy said... Uh, well, you could just do your own. You could, you could just rewatch your rewatches, and then Tim was like, "Well, we could just we could start doing office hours. What if we started rewatching office hours and like us talk over office hours?" 
And I was like, yeah. that's kind of like what we do. Well, I, well, my initial thought was like, then do we cover that? <laughs> yeah. Do we have to cover them rewatching Office Hours? We do. We do. That's the rules. Um, but I, I For just this episode. I've, I've been scanning through the episode and watching it along as we've been talking about it. So mm-hmm. it is sort of like that for rewatch. Me. Yes, it is. Um, mm-hmm. But these guys, I think it would be strange to watch them watch Office Hours, or could I mean? Could oh, you, no, I I think. Do you think fantastic. they? Do you think any of them do? Do you? Th- I think I can imagine Matt does. <laughs> I think Matt does. Maybe for quality control or or just you know. Yeah, he's I the, cannot he's the producer and like, I, I can't think. fathom. I can't fathom Tim or Doug really rewatching a full two hour show uh again. No. But like they're doing it, so like maybe if it's like a really <clears throat> like a oh noteworthy show that's like super fun and weird and like they're in costumes and there's all sorts of weird shit, maybe they rewatch a little bit and see how it went. Potentially, yeah. Well, when they post repost things to Instagram, it's usually there's added production into those posts if you ever have noticed that interns interns or yeah other people that are sure but either way it's like there's a little punch up and so maybe that's what they look at you know oh yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, sure they watch that stuff that's fair yeah um that's about it guys james austin johnson was revealed at the end there and i was like oh fuck james austin Hmm. um well i want to say the drop concert was great again we're not there yet Yes, we are. We no. are there. No, we're not. I have two more notes. Oh, well, fuck you. Sorry. Uh, they said um, we have some housekeeping at the end, and um, you know, Tim was like, hey, do we have anything to announce? And they announced the show next week was going to be Margo Price. Price. And uh, somebody else? Mark Summers. Oh, is that real? That's real. Double Dare. Double yeah. Dare, Mark Summers, for real? Gonna, in studio? Think, no, I don't know if it's in the studio. I think he's calling in or zooming in. Why? I think that's real. I'm pretty sure it's real. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, does he like have something going on, like coming out with something, or is he it's bizarre? Uh, that is super know. bizarre. No matter what, he's a great get, great in get. my opinion. Sure. Um, And then Matt threw in like a very... To mm. no uh, excitement. He was like, and we got the offies next week cricket drop like you know nobody gave a shit it was like oh okay and then we had a final fill in the hole came out at the very end and then yes they started the drop concert and allowed phil to kind of dink around during the drop concert so joe drop concert you loved it well i just like i wanted to point out that it was another good one and it was Mm -hmm. birthday a bit longer and Mm-hmm. Sure, it was longer. It had birthday stuff going on in there, but it was maybe longer because we said we liked how they were longer, and they should be longer in this in this time of episodes. Like, go ahead and jam. Find some new. Yeah, we're in the drops free world. Yeah, we're in the we're in the free world. I think it has to just do if they're feeling it or not. I think. Uh... You know, they got places to be, things to do. It's like, do it. How long do they want to jam for? I think a, a drop concert that's over like three minutes is a pretty long time to, to be doing it. But if, you know, I think they're they get excited about it at different different points. And I think recently they seem to be like, yeah, let's jam. This is fun. And they got more instruments. Vic's got more toys, and Doug's got more toys. And yeah, like in the drop concerts, I, I like when it goes like where it gets real quiet and you think it's going to end and then all of a sudden all of a sudden it like pops open again and it's some other big jam it like mm-hmm. does these like uh you know little stops and then starts again and you can imagine that they're like you can imagine that they're like together like hearing it and being like okay are we done or maybe let's go a little longer and then somebody hits something and it's like oh yeah we can keep going and yeah, that's it fun. might take you back to like when one of your fish concerts, Mike, where it gets all quiet, and it's like a it's couple just like a fish concert, and then it takes me back building. to a fish it starts concert. Building. That's what it that's what a drop concert again. does. It takes me back to a fish concert. That's what it's I. It's a jam. Of. It's just like one of your favorite jams sessions, um, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. Imp- it's improvised music. I, you know, I don't know if it really 
fits in with that world. But I think what's the thing what I like about it is it's the spontaneous. I do like improvised music musicians. I do like the Grateful Dead. I do like people that just, you know, can jam as much as it's hated on by people. I like that. So the fact that they're jamming in this very strange experimental kind of avant-garde, silly, comedic slash musical way is fun. I, you know, I have, you know, absolutely. Imp- imp- I love improvising jazz, with samples actually. and yeah, Joe loves free jazz. So this is one of, it's like, it's an Ornette Coleman records. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a new free jazz album out right now. That's really good. Don't care. <laughs> What's it called, Joe? Yeah. It's like the Chicago, um, the Chicago, uh, it's something. It's the Chicago group. I forget what the whole name is. It's a big bunch uh, of name. Free boys. It's like the Chicago Institute for Music okay. or something like that. But gotcha. they've been making albums since like the seventies. They're really good. Okay. Well, if you like Lots free... of iterations of different musicians and okay. oh, great. Um, I'm we're done. As we wrap up, I, I do want to say that no, Vic is quick. You turn into a long e. Sorry, Vic has been using a new microphone stand. Don't That's care. Great. Shut up. Well, yeah, you do because you can hear him well now. And I liked him the whole attention. time. I never did. I never thought he wasn't loud enough. That's an in the room kind of note for those guys where that's like, oh, you're quiet for. Never bothered me. I don't care. No, he's always off. He was always off the mic. It was very. It's nervous. fine. He's the quiet Vic in the background. He's supposed to be a little off mic. He's been very loud at this episode. Was there a Vic very uh, moment today? I can't remember that. No. There wasn't a victivity of the day. I think his his thing was the Scientology thing. That was his moment okay. to show the, right. the Scientology videos. All right, go to mstucci.com or mstucci at gmail to send Tucci personal gmails. <laughs> Should we just start calling sure. them gmails now rather than emails? Just like gmail me. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you'd think somebody would have gotten it. Joseph Art at gmail. Why, at Gmail, yeah, just just go on Gmail. But you know, you know how they're called emails. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't there like an mm-hmm. email dot com? Like, just like, why wouldn't somebody have just been like at email dot com or f mail, like fuck mail? The fuck mail, sure. But like the fact that email is the word we use, but like you never actually. Like nobody owns that. Like, does somebody own? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on email.com right now. <laughs> what is email.com got going? Uh, it's nothing. It's just like a holding. Someone's uh, someone's, someone's just waiting to it, strike. Then they're like super no, late. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make them an offer. <laughs> no shit. Email.com is just sitting there. It's crazy. Well, someone's squatting on it, but yeah. Ah, somebody's just hoping. Oh, somebody's gonna be two million dollars for this email.com sure. someday. Apple or somebody. Anyway, sorry about that, everybody. Joseph Allen Art on Instagram, josephallenart at gmail.com for personal emails. He responds within a week or two. And uh, josephallenart.com for his personal website showing all of his work. Mike Tucci. We don't say Michael. We don't say MS. Well, we just say... MichaelTucci.com is a different person who is he has pretty good that domain. Uh, well, he's he's okay. He's much older than I am, and he's had that domain since I was in high school. So I've never a graphic designer had access to Michael. No, he's not. But uh, him and I have we have email correspondence every now and then. I say, hey, whenever you're ready to give it up, I'm here. He said, well, and is it just parked? He doesn't have anything going at that website. He forwards it to his one of his businesses. Do you want Michael so Tucci? Not, Do you, you don't like Mike Tucci? I, I mean, I, I think you know. These days, I like Michael. Um, I think MikeTucci.com is fine. Yeah, it flows better. MikeTucci.com sounds like like a bad lawyer or something. Like MikeTucci.com, he'll get you out of get you out of that tax trouble. Go to MikeTucci.com. But Mike Tucci, you can you can go there. Fine. Go to MikeTucci.com. Check out his businesses and go to MikeTucci.com for graphic design work. And um, that's about it. About I don't Mikey. Mikey Tooch. Yeah, Mikey Tooch instead of Mike Tucci. Do that. Anyhow, no, we did not get fucked at all today. I'm in a different room. The internet's great down here. Nice. And uh, you guys, uh, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you on Monday. Okay, everybody? We've got a big, long, offy nominees. Can't wait to see these results. Wow. Go back in time. 
spent a little time looking back at the past year and a bit from the old Office Hours gang and get your votes in. Uh, we spent a lot of hard research and time, so just, you know, respect that. Respect that. Go on there. When it's you see the Patreon, it says, hey, vote for the office now. It's fun to go vote, you know? Like, I remember voting in the previous years. It's fun. Voting for things is fun, right? Vote. That's right. Yeah. If you have an opinion, vote. If you don't have an opinion, you know, go to hell. Respect civics. Respect civics? <laughs> It's your civic duty. Civic duty. Yeah, civics. Honda, do your Honda civic duty. How about that? Uh, all right. Okay, I'm done here. See you on okay. see you on Monday, and uh, happy birthday, Tim, and uh, everybody have a great weekend. See you Monday. Bye.